You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning. Thank you for waking up with us here today at Good Morning Vale. There is a live shot of I-70. Looks like everything is clear and moving as needed through the mountains, even though those mountains are now closed for skiing. Still some beautiful snowscapes over there in Vale, which makes that drive through the Vale Valley that much prettier. Now, there's a lot of things going on in today's show. We've got Therapy Thursday, weather, studio guests, and we're going to learn, learn a little bit about uh, what the bread of the day is. But if you're looking for things to do here in the Valley, there's a lot going on. The Eagle Valley Library District has story time going on. They have got story time for babies zero to two years old, toddlers two to three years old, preschool three to five years old, and then family from zero to six. Now that's at the Avon the Eagle, and the Gypsum Libraries. They also have bilingual story time. So go to their website, evld.org, and see what's going on with those story times. They last, those programs are about 20 to 45 minutes, and there's sometimes a craft that follows those. So go to the website, evld.org, to check out what's going on at your local library. Now, another free event tonight is over at Allen Bradley Windows. That's over at 801 Chambers Avenue in Eagle. And that is a series of continuing education courses followed up by a social happy hour. That starts this afternoon around 2 p.m. and then goes to 6 p.m. It's a free event, so go on there and check it out. Go to eventbrite.com and check out Western Slope Architectural, and that will take you to those series of continuing education classes, along with that social and happy hour that follows those. Should be a lot of fun over there in Eagle. Now, another great event that's taking place tonight at the Bookworm of Edwards is the author, Amy Elwain, who is the author of Geology Underfoot on the Colorado Western Slope. That is gonna be a great, event. It's $10, starts tonight at 6 p.m. You can learn from Amy, who is a research professor at the Western Colorado University, about the active landscape here in Colorado, talking about the Mesa Vesa Verde National Park, the Colorado National Monument, Black Canyon. So if you're into rock hounding, fossil collecting, or just very curious about that Colorado landscape and how it came about, get out there, talk to Amy, and learn a little bit more at the Bookworm of Edwards tonight. You can learn a little more about that event if you go to the website, bookwormofedwards.com. So a lot of fun events taking place out there in the valley, even though those slopes are closed. And as I promised, we are going to take it over to Maddie Evans and learn a little bit about the bread of the day. Maddie?
I love talking about the bread of the day because it always makes me so hungry first thing in the morning. So if you're making your way down to Nap Harvest today, well then the bread of today is a garlic Asiago loaf, which sounds absolutely delicious to me. You can always get that sourdough bread daily, so you can check that out. And then of course you can see all of these wonderful flavors that we have each and every day. So garlic Asiago is the bread of today. Amaza Bread break, bakes these breads daily, so make sure that you go check it out, but you can purchase these breads at Nap Harvest. Now let's take a look at that local weather forecast. As we take a look at today, we are expecting to see those temperatures warm up just a little bit. 50 degrees is our high, but we are expecting some precipitation throughout the course of today. Partly cloudy skies first thing this morning. Periods of showers throughout the course of this afternoon. Now winds coming out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour, which is going to make that 50 degrees feel a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now as we take a look ahead into Vail by the hour we are expecting to see that cloud coverage roll in heavier throughout the course of today. So you might see a little bit of sunshine first thing this morning, mostly cloudy skies into the afternoon, and then a few showers as we approach the later afternoon continuing into this evening. As we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are definitely going to be a little bit different. Now, we saw quite a bit of precipitation down there last night. 68 degrees, 20% chance of moisture. 50 degrees in Vail with a 50% chance of precipitation. 52 in Avon with a 50% chance of moisture. 58 in Eagle, 40% chance of precipitation. So we are going to see moisture across that entire I-70 corridor right now. A nice little low pressure system has made its way in. 23 degrees overnight tonight with an 80% chance of snowfall. So winter is not quite leaving just yet. Now we are expecting to see those winds be a little bit blustery out there. Northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour throughout the course of this evening. Now as we take a look ahead into the next five days, mostly sunny skies tomorrow, 10% chance of precipitation, temperatures reaching up into the mid 40s. 57 by Saturday, 60 degrees by Sunday. Mostly sunny skies, 10% chance of precipitation. Partly cloudy skies as we continue into Monday with a high of 64 and a 20% chance of precipitation. 63 degrees on Tuesday, 50% chance of afternoon showers. So we are starting to see those warmer temperatures come our way, but those showers continue. And remember, April showers bring May flowers. So get out there and soak up the sunshine while we have it. Now we're going to take a short break and when we come back from the break, we've got more Good Morning Veiled. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Well, we went over all the activities that are taking place in and around the valley, but if you're looking for some nightlife, well, there's plenty of places to still get that. One of my favorites is over in Vale. It's a little place called Bad Kitty. Let's go over and see what they have to offer. Vale has a great nightlife and it's only getting better as we have an expansion to some great new bars like the Bad Kitty Lounge. And I'm standing here with one of the owners, Brandon. Good morning and thank you for meeting us here bright and early. Thanks for having me. We're excited to be here only because you guys are new to the operation and it's a ton of fun to come in here and grab a cocktail. Yeah, we like to have a good time in here. We, we're more focused on having good times than anything else. We can make pretty much any type of cocktail you're looking for. We have pretty extensive back bar with uh, probably one of the bigger whiskey and tequila selections around. I don't think we compare the Segundo, but you know, <laughs> we like the good stuff. Um, and yeah, basically like to have fun, but don't like to take it too seriously. 
And you guys are new, so you, you haven't been open for more than three years right now, but you're in such a great location, and the ambiance and the atmosphere is what makes this place different from anywhere else you can go out and veil. Yeah, so we're located at, it's 227 Bridge Street is our address. We're on Bridge Street right below 10th Mont Whiskey. It's kind of hidden, but not really once you know where it is. Um, and yeah, we just like to run around and have a good time. We're going to be two years old, October 23rd, so we're going to put together some type of uh, some type of anniversary party. We're not quite sure. The first one we themed like a one-year-old's birthday party and had one of our employees dress up as a baby with a big old cake and looking like it was their first birthday and eating sugar for the first time. So if we're looking to do something like that and just kind of have fun and celebrate being around two years. We somehow made it through COVID and that was fun for now. <laughs> I was actually here for the first birthday party and it was a ton of fun because watching that whole thing transpire put a smile on everyone's face. I was giggling so hard I was snorting which like is not my finest hour but it was a really good time. Yeah we just kind of it kind of is the definition of how we try to go about things. We think about everything on the front end and try to not take it too seriously on the back end and just have a good time with it. And then, of course, you guys have some signature cocktails. So let's talk about some of the signature drinks that you guys make here and how you created these cocktails. So we, our signature cocktail is kind of the irony of this place. When we started, uh, when we first opened with COVID, we started without a menu because we only had a capacity of six people. Um, we wanted to create an experience for everybody that came in here. So whoever would come in here, we'd talk to you and figure out with you of what you wanted to drink instead of you ordering something that had a list of ingredients off a menu. Um, we've made numerous menus, but that's kind of continued with the more experienced vibe and more intimate vibe with a smaller space. And so we still don't have a menu, but the signature cocktail is, so to speak, what you'd like in that moment, whether that's a Miller Lite and a shot of whiskey or anything that we can, you know, make up or whatever. It's just fun cocktails and we just use fresh ingredients, we use quality ingredients for everything and just try to make it a nice experience for everyone. Which it is a nice experience, especially when you come in here and you can give them the specifics. So I like my drinks tequila and I'm normally like a tequila soda with lime. So I always let you guys add that special twist to it to make it so it's not too sweet. It's not too bitter, but it's like the perfect in between and you guys always do such a good job. Thank you so much. Yeah, we just try to make it fun, not take it too seriously and make sure everybody feels welcome. Which is really cool. And so what was the inspiration of kind of the decor in here? It gives off that 70s, more speakeasy vibe. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of, speakeasy is kind of the, the opposite of what we wanted it to go, but we wanted it to be a comfortable place where, for lack of a better term, everything was Instagrammable. Um, so pretty much all of the features of the bar, a lot of them are going to be something that people want to take pictures of. It's the best marketing you can get is people taking pictures and posting it on their Instagram, um, we're not really trying to push our marketing. We're trying to do more of a grassroots kind of really interact with the community and build up from the ground instead of trying to you know blast people with all that. So that was kind of our intention with it. And yeah, it was kind of a mid-century modern, what, what feels nostalgic to you? Like we have the wood panel wall over there, something that like so many people walk in and they're like, oh, that was my grandmother's basement in Florida. <laughs> or like whatever, like it just doesn't have the smell and we're like, good, doesn't have the smell. <laughs> but like, we just try to, you know, every component always had something that, you know, brought back some kind of memory to you from like the little bumper we have on the bar. We have, our bar top is literally Formica. It's the cheapest surface you can buy. Um, 
it, it, but it also looks like something that is familiar. It slides glass as well of like just little components that are functional yet create and catch like memories to your eye. Which is something that's so important because these nostalgia moments are something that make everyone so happy. Like the clock, the cat clock on the wall back there always puts a smile on my face because it makes me think of going to like old diners in small towns that I've lived in in the past, which then I'm always just like, oh, like to go back to that moment as a small kid. Yeah, and that was a great gift from our, from the Hoffman family, which are some locals around here, um, that they gave us on the day we opened. But it was, again, just one of those things that they're like, your bar's name is Bad Kitty Lounge. It needs this clock at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, it's just the little fun things that you walk in and see and you're like finding you know, some type of connection to the space more than like, yes, anybody can create a bar where it's like, here's a drink. How do we actually create an environment and a community that people actually want to come back to instead of just drinking it? Which makes it really fun. And every time I've come in here, you guys always have a great turnout of a crowd just because it's a fun place to come. It's a fun place to hang out. You've got great cocktails. You've got a great ambiance. And you've got a great staff that really do make you feel welcomed. And like, you should be in here enjoying your drinks. Yeah, the, the biggest thing you can say out of that is the staff. Our staff is what creates the like heart of this place and creates the vibe. Um, the, the, another big thing that we wanted to intentionally do was have a smaller space. When you have a bigger space, you need to make it feel smaller at times because it's so big and it'll feel like lonely. But no matter if there's only like five people in here, it still doesn't feel huge and by yourself. So it, we intentionally kind of had it Luckily, people are showing up to it, but intentionally we had it to where we would have people in here and it would never feel stuffy and there was still little sections that you could hang out with your friends and groups, but also you're feeling like it's the same group at times as well. Which I love, and that's one of my favorite things about coming in here, is I feel like you come in here, you get to see all of your friends, all of your local people, and you get to meet some great new people, whether you're sitting at the bar or just kind of mingling around. It's a really fun place to hang out, and so what are your guys' hours of operation currently? We are currently, so for off-season going from now until probably December 10th, uh, we'll be open from at least 5 until midnight, and then once probably December 10th or December 15th, will roll into 5 p.m. until at least 1. Which is incredible because it brings that nightlife that we all know and love here in our community back to life, especially as you're keeping those later hours of operation. Now, my final question to you is, what was the inspiration behind the name, The Bad Kitty Lounge? Uh, the inspiration behind the name, one of my good friends and I growing up would always say it to each other. Um, and we, we called it, uh, what, I forgot... We, we went to a hockey game, and we called it some entertaining name of, like, experimental drinking, but it was, like, brainstorming. I forget what the name was now. I'll think of it in two seconds. Um, but so we went to a Yeti game, which whatever it is now. But um, we went to a Yeti game, and we were just all saying really dumb things back and forth to each other and had a couple drinks. And one of our bartenders, Michael, said to me, he's like, why don't we call it Bad Kitty? You say that all the time. And I'm like all right, and then, like, kind of brought it around to everybody else, and, like, everybody's like, no, and then, like, three days later, everybody's like, okay, let's go with that. So it just kind of was one of those, like, organic, natural things of kind of how we're trying to, like, build the bar up of just us saying silly things to each other and having a good time, but, like, not taking it too seriously. 
Which we love because you can definitely feel that when you come in here. It's such a great place to come and hang out. Brandon, thank you so much for giving us this time this morning, chatting with us and letting us experience the bar in kind of a different light. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, it's weird to have the lights all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that if you're looking to run around Vail, you come check out the Bad Kitty Lounge. It's a fun place to grab a nice cocktail and just experience the small town atmosphere that comes with it, that homey feeling that you guys have brought to life here. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. As I was saying during the show open, it is Therapy Thursday, and I've got Dustin Strait from All Points North sitting here with me to talk a little bit about therapy, a little bit about different kinds of therapy, because Dustin, when people say, oh, I'm going to go to therapy, that means so many things mm -hmm. to so many different people. Let's dive in and talk about the different types and what people are looking for, because I know APN likes to customize mm -hmm. everything for the individual that's there. Yeah, so I think what, if you're gonna talk about therapy, you have to first kind of address the, the stigma, which is, is still there. Um, I think there's a lot of um, efforts in the Valley to destigmatize and just kind of improve overall understanding of what the process is and, and how it, going to therapy doesn't necessarily make you weak, it doesn't make you broken, it doesn't make you crazy. It's actually none of those things. Um, not paying attention to your mental health can result in some of those things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's different levels of care. So the first one would be kind of the traditional, I'm, I'm going to a therapist once a week, every other week. That's generally considered kind of outpatient therapy. Versus like at All Points North where we offer, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, three different levels of care, actually four. Um, so residential, where you actually go into a facility, um, there's medical monitoring or management. So if you need some medication or anything like that to help stabilize. Um, and then there's actually the, the clinical work that you do. And then there's partial hospitalization programming. Um, that can be done living on-site or off-site. <clears throat> and it's usually a lighter medical footprint um, with more intensive clinical work. So the idea being I've regulated I'm now stabilized at residential. I step down. I increase my clinical work because I'm regulated enough to learn and acquire new skills. Mm -hmm. um, and then intensive outpatient where it's about 10 hours a week. Um, so there's some group stuff going on. There's some individual therapy. And that's where you're really taking the skills you learned at the two previous levels of care and you're integrating them into your daily life. And then the fourth being outpatient, which we spoke about before. So. Got it. So it's kind of that transition, mm -hmm. getting back out, getting back into your life, into the community, doing the things that, uh, you know, most people say normal. But what's normal? <laughs> These days, I'm not sure what normal is. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think the step-down approach, if, if that's something you need, is absolutely the best way to go. <clears throat> so if we're talking about addiction, which is, so I specialize in co-occurring disorders, which is, someone that has a substance use disorder, so alcoholism or some sort of addiction, along with a mental health condition. Now, a lot of people don't necessarily understand that co-occurring disorder is actually the most common type of addiction, mm -hmm. where very few people have just this addiction piece. Usually there's something going on also, like we have depression, anxiety, those are kind of the more common ones. Right. And the, the use of substances was actually a method of coping that then became a dependency that then became an addiction. Um, then there's obviously the, the trauma work that you can do, which there's a lot of folks that have addiction and trauma, 
There's a lot of folks that just have trauma. Um, and there's a lot of folks that just kind of have had a rough go for, you know, years and years, um, not necessarily qualifying as trauma, but in any of these cases, individuals will develop strategies to cope. Right. Um, some strategies can be really, really helpful. Like, man, I'm stressed out. I should go to the gym and kind of work off some of this frustration. Okay. That, that's a great strategy. Other folks are, you know, I'm feeling really frustrated and kind of angry, so I'm just going to isolate and I'm going to stay in my room. And I'm not going to challenge any of these beliefs I have going on. I'm going to ruminate, and all of a sudden, now I'm walking through depression for a significant period of time because I've tried to cope in a negative way or a maladaptive way. So that's one of the really nice things about therapy, whether whatever level of care you're going to, is you can, you can screen and, and you can do some testing and you can look at, okay, what's going on? What's, what story am I telling myself? Right. How could I just tweak, adjust, and change some of the methods of coping versus right. continuing to kind of try the same thing over and over and over? So from a, a medical aspect, we always say, you know, you've got to go every year and get your physical checkup. Mm-hmm. How about getting your mental checkup? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, again, it's... Our, our society these days, we're, we're kind of compartmentalized. I mean, we're on computers a lot. We're in cubes. We're working in different parts of the valley. We're all, I mean, all these different things. So we have a lot of, we're, we're kind of by ourselves. Like, as, as connected as we are, we've never been this disconnected in human history. Right. So having someone that you can talk to and just kind of get a checkup and go in and talk. So, I mean, like if you were to call APN, they can give you a screen. If you were to go to sign up to work with a therapist, they would actually screen you and give you the informed consent process and explain kind of rules and expectations around what therapy is. And then when you're comfortable with that person, and that's, that's really a big piece of clinical work. I mean, a large part of outcomes are determined by the rapport, the relationship I have, the amount of trust, the amount of safety I'm feeling with the person in the room. Mm-hmm. And if I can establish that, now I can really get some work done. So if you, if you haven't really checked on this, um, it's, it's absolutely worth just talking to someone and kind of seeing what's going on. I mean, right. I know Colorado Mountain Medical has their mental health uh, division, um, and they're doing fantastic work over there. I know that a lot of their docs are, are kind of screening for certain things with, when it comes to mental health to, to kind of address the mental health status in the valley. So. Right. And you mentioned stigma earlier and to destigmatize everything mm-hmm. about mental behavioral health. What about, I mean, are there options for people? You talked about residential. If, if they're not in need of residential mm-hmm. and, you know, the step-down process, is there another avenue for them to pursue? Yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's groups that you can join. Um, we do a lot of group therapy work. Um, it, it, it's a cool process to watch it kind of unfold because at first... The group's kind of, everyone's kind of checking everybody out. And after, you know, a couple, two, three days, you know, one or two people, they'll become vulnerable. They'll start talking about their stuff. And then the power of the group kind of comes to life in that now you realize you're not alone. Right. Because I think that that's, that's something else that the stigma does is it says, you know, if you, if you feel this way, that's unacceptable. You need to feel this way um, in order to fit in. Because that's really what human beings are trying to accomplish through pretty much everything we're doing. Right. We're trying to achieve that sense of safety and belonging, and we have this tremendous fear of rejection. So, again, we've got these different strategies. We're trying different things to fit in, to belong, and when we can't do that, we adjust. 
Like right. we've tried showing up authentically and someone gave us a weird look or it didn't quite work. It's like, okay, cool. How can I adjust how I'm, I'm showing up? Right. So when you're in a group, you'll bring those same strategies into the group and your peers in the group can kind of go, oh, hey, it seems like you're doing that thing that you did before. Yeah. And then it's improving the kind of, you know, mental health IQ of the entire group. Obviously, there's a clinician there to kind of, you know, make sure things you yeah. know, stay on target. But, but yeah, the, so, I mean, there's, I'm all for joining different groups. And there's, there's different groups in the Valley that you can join that are facilitated by APN or Colorado Mountain Medical. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's more about giving yourself permission to do this work, to check this out. Because again, I think a lot of people come up to the line or have even talked about it with friends and they're like, yeah, you yeah, know, I don't, I don't think that's for me. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, I can appreciate that. But the, the question I always ask people is like, how much longer do you want to keep doing what you're doing? Right. Because we don't even have to change everything. We don't have to go into major psychoanalytic work. <laughs> um, I mean, some people think like, I'm going to lay on a couch and you know, my therapist is going to have a pipe and kind of this Freudian <laughs> psychoanalytic approach. Which is cool. I think maybe there's therapists that still do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe I should start. You've got a sweater. Yeah, I, I have. That, yeah. I have a pretty solid sweater collection, <laughs> and, and much of my therapeutic power is derived from my sweater collection. Um, but the the thing that I like to do with clients, because sometimes we don't have a ton of time, and psychoanalytic work is going to be going back in the past, and we're going to dig up through everything, and and that's certainly that's a that's a good approach. There's another approach of, okay, cool, that stuff happened. We don't necessarily need to go digging around in there. What are we going to do right now? And that's where we can start to look at skills and just what little things can we tweak? Like mm -hmm. what sort of belief systems, what sort of environments am I putting myself in, and how can I just quickly adjust that? And it, it kind of only takes one or two things to teach a person as far as skills and because everyone, you hear about the toolbox a right. lot. Um, and I'm, I'm all for a, a toolbox, but you don't need 75 tools in it. You need like one or two, maybe three. Yeah. And you really practice and work and practice and work on those. And then once those have integrated, you can adopt new ones. And that's, that's kind of that incremental change. But it can happen fairly quickly. Well, I like that approach because then you don't become overwhelmed by thinking you have to learn all these different things. It's yeah. of here are three things, let's get them down, yeah. let's hone them, and then move on. Yeah. I mean, for someone that you know, has you know, pretty good mental health, right? they're functioning, they're not necessarily isolating, there's not really any compulsive behaviors. I mean, CBT is a really, really popular method, which is just identifying, challenging, and replacing irrational thoughts and beliefs. Right. So we'll look at something called cognitive distortions, which I, I, I practice with my clients constantly, because we have three or four that we use. Uh, so I, I accidentally put too much milk in my coffee this morning and I, <laughs> it, it happened and I was like, I'm going to use this as an example. <clears throat> so I have two options. I can look at it and go, oh, I put too much milk in my coffee. Or I can go, this is the worst day of my life and my coffee is ruined and it's only going to get worse from here. And that's an example of a cognitive distortion called catastrophizing. Right. So I'm taking something that's minor. Um, and I'm making it huge. Now, if I'm unaware that I'm doing that as I'm moving through my day, think how disturbed and distressed I'll become over the course of the day. But by, by the end of eight hours of that... Yeah, you've written that story and you're living it. <laughs> right, yeah. Now it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. Right? 
Or sometimes, I mean, I think we, we all have people in our life that need everything to be perfect. And they couldn't even tell you what perfect means. They just know when they're not perfect. Right. Right. So that's that kind of polarized black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking. Yeah. Um, so when you can point these things out, and again, people do them throughout the day completely unaware. And when you can start pointing these things out and they go, oh, man, that's you're right. That is what I'm doing. Yeah. And we create a little bit more flexibility in your thinking and we kind of shift how we're you know, kind of looking at the world. Now, all of a sudden, you're, it's off to the races. Right. Like, I've got that skill down. Sweet. What's the next one? Right. It's about awareness. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things out there. Once you want to get that awareness, once you want to work on yourself, there's different ways to look at it. The dialectical behavior therapy is one of them. So get out there, check out the website, go to APN.com. You can see all the different services that are offered. I think, Dustin, you've got a photograph up there with all your letters behind your name that shows your expertise. Yes, sir. And I know you're a driving force up there with the therapist yeah. and getting those programs going, especially that IOP. We'll be back soon with more Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures warm up to about 50 degrees. 50% chance of precipitation. Temperatures a little bit cooler first thing this morning. 38 degrees right around 8 a.m. Partly cloudy skies in the morning. Then we're going to see those afternoon showers appear. Now it is going to be nice and breezy out there as we are expecting winds to come out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour. As we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see partly cloudy skies first thing this morning. Mostly cloudy skies as we approach the afternoon and then that's when we're going to see those showers start to begin. Light rain as we hit that 8 o'clock hour and then that's going to turn into snow overnight. Now as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver definitely warmer than they were yesterday. 68 degrees with a 20% chance of precipitation. They might see a little sunshine make its way out. 50 degrees in Vail with a 50% chance of moisture. 52 in Avon continuing with that 50% chance of precipitation. 58 in Eagle, 40% chance of moisture. So a nice little low pressure system sitting above Eagle County and even extending its way down to Denver. As we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 23 degrees is our overnight low. 80% chance of precipitation. Now that's going to be those snow showers since we're seeing those temperatures drop so much. Now, blustery winds all night tonight. 10 to 20 miles an hour coming out of the northwest. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, we will start to see this low pressure system make its way out and a beautiful high pressure system make its way in. 44 degrees tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, 10% chance of precipitation by Saturday, 57 degrees, beautiful sunshine will be out and about 60 degrees on Sunday, mostly sunny skies, 10% chance of moisture and then Partly cloudy skies by Monday, high of 64, so temperatures slowly starting to warm up. 63 degrees by Tuesday, but another increased chance of precipitation coming our way. So if you are getting out there today, just be prepared for that rain. And then as we make our way into the weekend, be prepared for all of that beautiful sunshine. And I don't know about you, but I am beyond excited about it. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this weather report this morning. Now, we love the scoreboard here, which is a show where we update you on what's taking place place with so many of our wonderful local athletes and so let's introduce you to the scoreboard right now. This is the scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof and it's still spring break so I'm out on a hike in Eagle with my dog but we spoke to two track and field athletes with the Eagle Valley track and field team last week. Jake a long distance runner and Johnny a sprinter. Let's go take a look at those interviews now. 
We are here in the scoreboard with Jake, a senior for the Eagle Valley track and field team. And what are you competing in today? I'm competing in the Open 400 and the 4x400 relay. And have you already run your races yet, or are you still getting ready to run? I'm just getting ready to run soon, so it'll be fun. How are you feeling getting ready to go for your race? So we did a hard workout yesterday, so I'm feeling a little tired, but it's still going to be fun. This isn't my event, but I'm still ready to run a fun race. So yeah. So what is your event? My main event is the 800, 1600, and the 3200. Probably my best is the 3200 out of all of them. And the 800 is more of my fun event, and the 16 I also run it. So, yeah. Totally makes sense. I would imagine it's kind of hard to fit those long-distance races in a meet like this today. How do those sort of run outside of normal track and field meets? Um, well, outside of other track meets, I guess we have a lot of track workouts. Do that, working on that, and then in the track meets, you just got to focus on running on your own because you don't have a lot of kids competing together. And yeah. Totally makes sense. So the 1600 and the 3200 meter races, are those done today too? Yes, those are done today. Awesome. And then, but you're not competing in those today. Is there any particular reason for that? Yeah, so I'm going to be competing on Friday and I'm going to be running in the 1600 on Friday. And then I competed in the 1600 last week. Um, and I've done a couple 3200s already, so I, I'm kind of done with that till state. But I'm doing the more of the sprint events today just because it's more of a fun meet. And then Friday is more of our varsity meet where you're going to do your main event. Totally makes sense. And then what's sort of the distinction between today's event and Friday's event? Today's supposed to be fun. It's more of like a training thing. I'm just going to work on my leg speed today um, and just get in a fun 400 time. And then Friday's going to be a varsity time where I'm trying to qualify for state and place well. Um, and so it's going to be more of a race and this is going to be more of training today. And is that just more about your personal schedule or is that sort of how this meet is set up in general? Yeah, this meet is set up since it's on a Tuesday. It's more set up as like a training thing. Uh, like kind of built into our training schedule from our coaches um, kind of just to get us to have fun and come out and enjoy like the Battle Mountain, the rivals and have fun with that. Gotcha. But obviously you guys include some of the other schools just to be nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's always us versus Battle Mountain, but other teams are there too. Yeah, you know, uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. We are here in the scoreboard with Johnny, a senior of the Eagle Valley track and field team. Johnny, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. What good. are you competing in today? Uh, today I have the Open 100, the Open 200, and then the 4x100. So what race have you run, or have you, have you not run anything yet? Uh, I ran the Open 100, so that was my only event, and I have the other two left. Awesome. And how are you feeling after your Open 100? Pretty good. I missed my PR by like 0 .02 seconds, but uh, there was wind against us, so it was kind of that was more of my legal time. So I, I was still pretty happy with it. That's I mean pretty good coming close to your personal record, sure. and I imagine that setting you up with some confidence for the races coming up later. Oh, today. for sure. Yeah, I'm so super excited. We got the four by 100, which we're hoping to qualify for state, which that would be sweet if we could go for that. Is there any particular challenges today in like with the wind or just with the way that today's race is set up? Definitely the wind. I mean, I'll be running on the back stretch over here for the 4x100 and that's like directly into the wind. So that will be kind of difficult. My time might be a little bit slow, but hopefully we can place well and put down a good time. Awesome. And then I was hearing that on Friday, it's a little bit more of a bigger deal. That's the real competition, so to speak. What are you thinking coming into Friday? Uh, well, Friday I won't be there. I'm leaving for vacation, which is unfortunate. I wish I could be there, but uh, I heard it should be a, like a super fun meet and lots of good competition, so hopefully the team can do well. Where are you going on vacation? Uh, I'm going to Ireland to play golf. Oh, yeah. awesome. Super. Are you going to St. Andrews? 
Uh, we are not. I'm going to Royal County Down, though, which is like ranked pretty high up there, too. So, well, Fantastic. So as a senior, you're kind of wrapping up your school year and everything. Is there a future of track for you in college or moving uh, Probably not. This is my first year doing it, and it was just kind of something I randomly had the idea. I was like, hey, why don't you try track? So I was like, sweet. Uh, but probably not. I mean, I might race my buddies here and there, but nothing too major, no. Awesome. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for your time, and best Sweet. of luck in that 1x400. Appreciate it. Have a good day, man. You too. That's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now there are a lot of things that are always taking place in and around our community and a great way to stay safe is us bringing in the Vale Police Department. That way they can give you the tips and tricks to stay safe. And so we've got Officer Mark Coe joining me on the couch. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good and I love when you guys come in here. We've just been sitting on the couch talking about some funny things that have happened in years past. But we've got some not funny things happening right now. Yes, we have unfortunately in Vale we've seen a lot of bike thefts recently. Um, the end of the ski season, we've seen lots of, not lots, but we've seen snow, snowboards and ski thefts throughout the season. And now with the summer coming around, spring, we're starting to see a rash of bike thefts occurring. And fortunately, they're, they're getting a little too common. So a lot of these people that we are seeing the thefts are chained up. They are taking precautions. But if you guys are going out of town, if you're, uh, if you're not checking on your bikes, if you have the ability to put them inside, it's uh, obviously a lot better. It's, I hate to have to you know, tell people that, but I want people to stay safe. There's, some of these are pretty expensive bikes, right? Um, and we do our best, but at the same time, you know, there's some pretty sophisticated people going around. I, I'd hate to call them sophisticated. I don't want to give them too much credit, <laughs> but they're, they're certainly exploiting some weaknesses, and, and uh, they are cutting through and, uh, the chains and... Um, so it's not just people being irresponsible, leaving bikes out unattended. So it's people that should be able to feel safe. And, uh, you know, we're doing our best to track them down. Well, and we were talking off camera, like people are leaving them in their condos, garage. Yeah. And these people are going into that garage, yep. cutting the bikes off their chains. So even though you're like, oh, we have a locked garage, like in our complex, it's not safe there. Yeah, I, I, I'd hate to say it's not safe. I mean, I, I do feel like Vail's a very safe town, right. but these are people that are, are trying to exploit weaknesses. And, you know, one of the things I would tell you is if you see something, say something, call us. Right. If you see vehicles driving around at, at times of night where you're not used to seeing vehicles, um, if you're used to seeing trucks walk driving around with eight or ten cars at two in the, uh, eight or ten bikes uh, with at two in the morning, it's not really normal. Let us know. We are out there, but we can't be everywhere at once. Um, we can do really well with information. So as the public, um, if you guys can also assist us, if you see something, say something. Um, but yeah, they, there are definitely people that are going into garages late at night. They're, they're scanning for what they want to find, then they come back and load those into vehicles. That's kind of what we've seen. Um, so they're, they're definitely in and around Vail, um, and we would really like to shut that down. Well, and then they take the bikes back to Denver, so they hit I-70 eastbound, That's, quick out. We've seen some, some stuff like that for sure, and, and uh, you know, obviously we don't know the final destination, but they're, they're able to get some, you know, some decent priced bikes out pretty quick. Which is one of the things, because we all love skiing and snowboarding, but we all love to be outside, and so the bikes are the way to get outside. Right, right. It's, it's taking the fun thing that we enjoy and putting a little bit of a headache on it. 
Right, so just make sure that you're taking your bike inside to the best of your ability. If you can, if you yeah. can, that's ideal. Uh, obviously, chain them up. Don't make it easy for them. You know, they're right. working for it, but don't make it any easier. And yes, if you have the ability to put it inside, I would say this. If you're going to be gone, a lot of people take off in the spring. They go yes. on their couple, three-week, four-week vacations. If you're doing something like that and you have the ability to have somebody check on your bike, um, it also helps us if a bike is stolen to at least have a timeline. Some people are gone for, you know, six weeks and they don't know what day it was taken. Right. So yeah, if you have the ability to one, really secure it inside, that would be great. Uh, two, just have somebody check on it or you know where, you know where it's been and when it was last there. Those are all helpful. The other thing I would tell you, um, in a lot of these bike thefts we're seeing, people do not know their serial numbers. They don't have any identification. So I would say this, if you can take photos, just put them, keep them on your phone, uh, serial numbers, IDs, make, model, all those things help us in trying to track this down. So the more information we have at the police department, the better off we are. And you guys do this wonderful thing for our community in the winter where people can come and register their right. gear with you. So if there's a gear swap and something shows up in the wrong place, you guys can help people find them. And so you guys do the same thing with bikes throughout the summer, right? Right. And we have resources that if something is stolen, we can track it down through different ways. But it helps us if we have all that information. So again... It's not something we grew up doing, but now that we are aware and we all carry these little cool cell phones in our, on us all the time, just snap a photo. That way, you have, uh, that way you have all the identifying information with you. Makes it that much easier for you guys, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And the success stories will be better then. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we were very successful last year. Our detectives did a great job. The officers did a great job. Uh, we tracked down several of them. So, you know, as much as somebody may think, hey, when it's gone, it's gone, it's, it's not the case. I mean, we don't stop. We're uh, persistent in our pursuit of it. So we're certainly looking for them. Which is so nice to hear, and especially if you're someone who's like a younger kid and you've spent so much time saving the money to buy that dream mountain bike right, of yours, right. and then you accidentally have an incident in Vail where it goes missing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, we, we want everybody to feel safe, but also aware and stuff. Crime does happen here in Vail, too. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, we <laughs> see them here in our little snow globe town. Now we've got some other things taking place as it's starting to melt a little bit out there. Construction season is around the corner. Yes. And it is so important that people slow down to keep the lives of the construction workers safe. Yes, um, absolutely. Construction season on I-70, it's going to take us through the fall. Uh, it's very important that people are aware. As you said, there are people out on the roads that are not secure. They're not in vehicles. Um, we want them protected, we want them safe, and more importantly, we want you to be safe as the driver. Um, we had an incident uh, 10 days ago where a guy came in, we had a pass closure in Vail, came in very fast and took out a bunch of cones, almost you know, made contact with one of our officers. It's very scary to us being out there unprotected. Um, but these construction people, men and women, are out there every day and uh, slow down. It, none of it's worth the, the aggravation you're going to go through if something bad happens, so just, just slow down. 100%, and especially because we've had a couple incidents this winter where we had some patrol cars get clipped on we I-70. We lost two patrol cars in Vail this winter, yes. You just have to be attentive, and yeah. you have to Slow know. down. Yes, slow down. like it is better to be safe than sorry, and especially in that situation, and now prom season's around the corner, and so let's let these kids know yeah. that you guys aren't messing around this year. Yeah, so every year, this time of year, it's great. Uh, you have a lot of seniors graduating. It's prom season. The next couple weeks are going to see the local proms. Um, and I always want to remind the kids, you know, little 
little Billy and little Bobby are taking Bonnie to the prom and stuff. And, you know, you want everybody to be safe. I know kids uh, experiment with different things, but no driving, you know, be responsible. Um, we're out. We're out in prom patrols. We have DUI cars, party patrol cars out. Uh, just remember, again, this is your future. We want you guys to have fun, but we want you to be responsible. So yes. have a good time, but, but do so responsibly and within the law. Right, and just make sure that you're keeping everyone safe. That's the biggest thing, is not only if you make the mistake of getting in the car after consuming whatever it is that kids consume these days, then it is really scary for not only yourself, but everyone else. Yeah, you know, the thing a lot of people, and I understand when you're, when you're impaired, you're not thinking normal, and, um, but you are putting the entire public at risk when you go out driving impaired. So... Have a plan. Again, be safe, be responsible. Parents, talk to your kids. I don't care what the plan is, but have it be safe and make sense and no driving. You know, right. it's, it's just, it's not worth it. This is a good night for the parents to chaperone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. And just drive everyone yeah. around because then you'll know everyone is safe. Now, speaking of DUIs, that's something that we see a lot of here in yes. our community because people do get into their car thinking that they'll be okay to drive from point A to point B, even though they should not be driving. Right. Now, if someone's out in Vail Village, you guys offer a really great program to keep them safe. Yeah, in, in Vail Village, um, you know, especially the parking in the Vail Village, we do offer... Parking passes, when, and you don't have to pay for parking. If we know you have had too much to drink, a lot of people don't want to leave their cars, uh, but it's much better to leave your car, and Vail PD will give you a little get-out-of-parking-free the next day. Um, there are ride shares. There are taxis. There's lots of opportunities at the village to get home. As I told you last time I was here, we have even been known to take a driver home once or twice if we can do it. It's not something we do a lot of, but I would rather get you home safely than have you behind the wheel of a car impaired. It's, again, um, I was hit by a drunk driver in my patrol car last year. It's scary. And again, these are, they're not bad people. They're people that are making bad decisions. And right. you know, we would like to do everything we can in our power to help you avoid that decision. Which we appreciate so much because you keep so many wonderful community members here safe. Officer Mark Coe, thank you so much for being Thanks here this morning. Thanks for having me. Make sure that you take care of your bike. That way it is staying safe out there, that you do not get behind the wheel if you are impaired at all, and that you remember that our Vail Police Department is a great resource for so many things, whether you want to register your bike so that they have the VIN number on it, the make, model, all of that. Just Make sure that you are taking care of all of your things. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got hour number two of Good Morning Vale, so stay tuned. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our number two of Good Morning Vail. If you are just tuning in, well, then we want to thank you so much for watching TV8's Good Morning Vail for this Thursday, April 27th edition. Now, this is one of my favorite days of the year, and I'm going to tell you why, because it is my mother's 
birthday. And so she is my favorite person in the whole wide world. And so mom, happy birthday. I hope that you have the most magical day ever. And I've got some wonderful pictures that I've sent in. This is her and I on a tube when I was probably two or three years old. My mom is a total wonder woman of mothers because she has six children, me being the youngest and, or well, what used to be the youngest now. This is me, her, and Bodie in Gore Creek over the summer, and Bodie and Bridger are actually the youngest and now. So mom, happy birthday. Thanks for giving me so many wonderful siblings. I love you and I hope that you have the best day ever. Also, she's a dog crazy lady. She's got six dogs constantly at her house, including mine. So we just love her so much. I hope you have the best day. Now, we've got some great things for you to get out there and in do and enjoy and see today. If you are looking for a family-friendly activity, well, then you should make your way over to the Eagle Valley Library District as they've always got so many wonderful story times happening. That way you can just help with some of that early childhood de development. You can see that they have a baby lapset, a toddler, a preschool, a family, and a bilingual story time. They even do bedtime story times. And so you can go to their website at evld.org. That way you can see the entire lineup and then, of course, you can pick which one is going to work best for you. Now, they've got three fabulous locations. They've got the Avon, Eagle, and Gypsum Public Library for you to enjoy, and it's super easy to get a library card. Now, there are some great other activities taking place in and around our community. The Bookworm of Edwards is always bringing in incredible events for you to go expand your horizons and learn a lot more by experts in the space, and sometimes we even have the opportunity to meet some incredible authors. Well, there's a great event taking place there tonight and so you can go to bookwormofedwards.com for some more information and then of course we just love to learn about some of our Colorado rich history and this is a great way to do so this event is going to start at 6 p.m. tonight it is a $10 registration fee so just make sure that you are prepared for that but if you have not made your way over to the bookworm of Edwards since their new remodel we highly recommend that you do so there as well now we've got a lot of wonderful things coming up here in our community and we just like to touch base on those so that we can keep them in your mind and that way you can buy your your tickets or you can sign up for your volunteer opportunities so make sure that you check out vvf.org that way you can see things like the GoPro Mountain Games or what's happening at Hot Summer Nights or the Ford Amphitheater or the Villar Performing Arts Center as we are in this little lull of the season we're in our off season right now we are going to start to see that ramp up pretty quickly. And things like Blues, Brews, and Barbecues up in Beaver Creek are right around the corner. And then we've got things like the GoPro Mountain Games quickly after that. And so just be prepared and keep all of these things front of mind. And especially as we're starting to slow down. And so it's easy to let those things escape your brain. And now we want to talk a little bit about the bread of the day. So we're going to take a look at that right now. The bread of today is a garlic asiago. If that does not make your mouth water, then I don't know what will because it is absolutely de delicious. Now this bread is baked every day and you can make your way to Eagle to get your hands on some of this delicious bread. Amaza Bread is who bakes it and then you can purchase it over at Nap Harvest, which is a great indoor farmer's market for you to get everything that you need if you're starting to miss those farmer's market. Well, they've got great produce, they've got great vegetables, they've got great meats, and they even have some wonderful homemade meals. So make sure that you go down there and you check out Amaza Bread at Nap Harvest and you get your hands on some delicious garlic Asiago. Now let's take a look at that local weather forecast for today. 
As we take a look at that weather forecast for today, we are going to see a little bit more precipitation today than we saw yesterday. 38 degrees first thing this morning, a high of 50 degrees throughout the course of today. 50% chance of rainfall now, partly cloudy skies in the morning, periods of showers in the afternoons, winds coming out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour, which is going to make that 50 degrees feel a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now, as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see partly cloudy skies first thing this morning, mostly cloudy skies as we approach the afternoon and then a few showers are likely into the earlier afternoon but continuing into the evening we will see that light rain so if you are getting out there to do anything just be prepared for that precipitation and maybe bring a rain jacket with you now as we take a look at that i-70 corridor the temperatures down in denver definitely warmer than they were yesterday 68 degrees 20 percent chance of precipitation looks like they're going to see quite a bit of cloud coverage down there but maybe that sun peeking out 50 degrees in Vail with a 50 percent chance of moisture 52 in avon 50 percent chance of precipitation 58 in Eagle with a 40% chance of moisture. So a nice little low pressure system sitting above Eagle County, spanning its way down to Denver just slightly. As we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 23 degrees is our overnight low, 80% chance of moisture, and that's gonna bring some snow showers overnight tonight. We are expecting to see it a little bit blustery out there, northwest winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour overnight tonight. Now, as we take a look ahead into the next five days, I don't know about you, but seeing all these sunshine graphics makes me so happy mostly sunny skies tomorrow high of 44 degrees 10 percent chance of precipitation 57 on saturday with beautiful sunshine 60 degrees by sunday mostly sunny skies 10 percent chance of moisture and remember april showers bring may flowers and so we love to see that little bit of precipitation but we love to see that sunshine make its way out 64 degrees by monday partly cloudy skies 20 percent chance of moisture afternoon showers are likely on tuesday with a 50 percent chance of precipitation 63 degrees is the high so we're going to start to see those temperatures warm up this beautiful high pressure system make its way in kicking off tomorrow we're going to take a short break and when we come back from the break we've got more good morning veil so stay tuned Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now it's that time of the year where we're starting to see this high pressure, low pressure, high pressure, low pressure system continue to move in and it's really hard on our skin. And a great way to do that is make a spa appointment. So we're going to introduce you to Gretchen Plestra's Glitz and Glamour right now. Welcome to the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. I'm your host, Gretchen Plesha. We're here in Edwards, Colorado at Shine Intuitive Beauty. I am here today with Michelle at the beautiful Shine Intuitive Beauty in the heart of Edwards, Colorado. I am so excited. I come here a lot and I love the products. I love the people. The energy feels so good here. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm good. How are you? I am feeling so good. And Yay. she is definitely dressed the part of the whole uh -huh. spa because you... This whole concept is so beautiful and it feels so good. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's all about feeling good from the inside and exuding that outwardly. Yes, absolutely. That's our goal. We really want our clients to feel comfortable and confident when they come in. And yeah. um, if we're doing just anything to help that healing journey, then we're doing our jobs. So. And I love that whole concept because you do so many different <laughs> things from 
I know all of this. Facials, I've done almost all of these things. True story. <laughs> yes, you know exactly. This. From facials to eyebrows to eyelashes to, I mean, could you tell us all the things that you do here to make people feel good from the inside out? Sure. I mean, it's all across the board. We really focus on holistic skincare and facials um, and taking a more progressive approach versus just jumping right into something very aggressive or, right. you know, something that could harm the skin. Um, we do, so we do some amazing facials. We also do some more clinical facials like microneedling, but still with a holistic approach. Um, and then a lot of other beauty treatments, body waxing, organic spray tanning. Um, I specialize in eyebrow artistry and microblading. That's my jam. So we're laughing about yeah. this because look how amazing her eyebrows are. And oh, I, I am, <laughs> thanks girl. Yeah. I am one that loves a good eyebrow tint as yeah. well as microblade and so yeah. I know I'm definitely going to come and yes. see you for that. And I love the whole approach of all of this is holistic. Can you kind of explain what that means to people? Sure. So we, um, we're an Eminence Organic Certified Spa. Um, Eminence is, they're pretty well known in the skincare world. So they're fully organic. Um, everything is very like cold pressed. They use a lot of herbs and whole foods, fruits and vegetables in their um, products, but also they're very like science backed. So we're not only nourishing the skin, but making a real change in the skin with clean ingredients. So I that's love a big that pillar. Too. See, and I love that because I'm a, a huge believer, I should say, a firm yeah. believer yeah. in everything that you put on yourself, inside of yourself, that is who you are. It makes up your chemical makeup. Yes, And so absolutely. this is a big deal. And I have to say, in this particular location, it's so beautiful and it's full of light and it just feels airy and good. Yes. And everything here feels like you're healing yourself, which is... It sounds like your whole concept. Yeah, that's our whole concept. I mean, we want people to come in and just feel that sense of like relaxation um, and inner peace. I and love that. Just, I want it to be like a respite from the everyday. So. The hustle. <laughs> and how did you pick the name Shine? Oh, the name Shine. So, you know, we, um, we started as a waxing studio right. when we first opened about six years ago now. And then with this move over here to this beautiful, bright, like airy space, I really just wanted something a little more meaningful and kind of all encompassing as far as everything that we offer. So it took me a while to, to nail down the name and I kind of was just playing around with like, how do I want people to feel when yes. they come in and what are we doing for people in our services and I kind of just, you know, it took a while, but shine intuitive beauty. We really, we want people to shine from the inside out and feel amazing um, inside. I mean, which is so important versus just our outer appearance, right? So we want people to shine and then intuitive beauty. Everyone is so different. Every skin mm -hmm. is so different. Every that. person is so different. So it's definitely, um, a different treatment for every person based on the day, based on the human. So. And that's what I love the most about this space and about you guys, a brilliant kind of concept of everyone is so different and someone mm -hmm. might come in for the same thing as a friend and maybe come together and it's going to yeah. be a totally different experience. You're yes. going to look at each individual and make it uh, kind of make it more towards them, the human being, who they are, what they're yes. feeling that day, Absolutely. which is so cool. Yeah. That is so neat. Every, everyone's skin is so different and um, even just based on the day, like yeah. how we're feeling, like what we're doing. <laughs> so we definitely use our, our knowledge and our intuition to like curate the treatment. So. And I have to say I love this too because I, again, have been a long time fan of you guys Aww. and customer and yes. it's such a safe space. I know I've come in here happy days, really sad, hard Aww. days, like a little bit off and you yeah. do feel 
lighter and brighter when you leave. So thank you for creating Shine. It's so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> of yes, course. that's another like pillar of ours. We we invite everyone in, like every you know man, woman, like yes. every age, yeah. um, every color, gender. Like we don't. We want everyone All to come accepting. in and feel comfortable and feel like they can like be themselves here. So I love that. Yeah. I, you are definitely the pillar of glitz and glam, uh -huh. which is the <laughs> yeah, glitz and you. glam from the inside out. Yeah. And it's true. I, you know, as much as people sometimes don't like to say this, when you feel good on the outside, it does help the inside. So it's kind of a win-win situation. Absolutely. Yeah. When we feel good and this is, I mean, it goes kind of just with our core values when we yeah. feel good. And when we as our estheticians know that we're helping people feel good and like they can go out in their day and make a positive yeah. impact on everyone else. Like that's just our main kind of goal. Pay it forward. Yeah, concept. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much, Michelle. Thank You're amazing. You. Thank you, Gretchen. I'm here with Jessica, who is a student intern here at Shine Intuitive Beauty. How are you doing, Jessica? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I am so good. I love your energy. I love thank that you're you. so excited to talk. What are we talking about today? All things products, maybe? Uh, all things products. I mean, um, one thing when I came into Shine Intuitive Beauty, I think I was really trying to find my navigate my way of where I wanted to be in the aesthetics world. Yeah. I've worked in a dermatologist office. I've worked at resorts and I really just wanted to find this like happy medium of like somewhere more holistic but still getting results with driven skincare. So um, Eminence was definitely up my alley. I love that. Did you hear about Eminence before you came in here or did you learn about it here? Yes, actually um, when I had my first son I was dealing with this like pregnancy acne that I've never yeah. had before. And my sister was working at a spa in Vail and they had Eminence and cool. the Stonecrop products were amazing. <laughs> they were like life changing. <laughs> I love that. And so how did you come about to be here at Shine? Um, you know, I, so I was finishing up my hours for school and COVID happened. So it kind yeah. of prolonged this process and I was kind of just at home not working and I, interviewed for here for nice. the front desk and they seen on my resume that I was a student and you know what I walked in that morning I was like <laughs> I'm gonna go introduce myself because my mom always taught me um, if you want a job you got to go show them who yeah. you are and so I came in here that morning and the energy exactly is just it's warming it's inviting and you want to be here and I love that you said that yeah. because you all of you that work here have this same beautiful energy of just you feel so safe and happy and you're excited to be here exactly thank you I know um, that's definitely something that I wanted in skincare too I was scared to go into aesthetics at first yeah. because I thought it was more of the glitz, glitz yeah. and the glam and I'm like I'm not that girl and then I found like this whole science side of it and just the making people happy and yeah. comfortable about themselves. I love that you said that because glitz and glam with Gretchen you know this segment yes. it was, people hear that sometimes and they think it's going to be this overtly over the top but I am all about the same what you're saying is just exactly. feeling beautiful from the inside and showing that on the outside and shining exactly. your true beauty exactly nature. that's so neat exactly and i know um eminence has definitely helped me a lot with that and changing my skincare yeah. and 
Um, I've had medical products before, medical grade, and I mean, these work just as fine with clean ingredients right. and you're getting results. What's your favorite eminence project or product? Product. <laughs> they just came out with the tropical superfood oh, super nice. collection. And this pineapple refining tonic is I saw that. Amazing. amazing. And pineapple. It, That's it very random. It smells like that. you need a cocktail and you need to be on the beach. But I love it's, that. it's amazing. It has smaller enzymes, so it's not going to irritate the skin, but you're still nice. going to get driven um, acids to really kind of eat away at the dead skin cells. So. I love that. And it smells like pineapple. Oh it doesn't gosh. get much better than that. With a sunshine pineapple, I like it. I know. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs>um, energy in this. So yes. really I love to do all the facials. Um, we do that. I do a ton of waxing. Um, nice. that is one thing <laughs> with summer coming, we'll yeah. get everybody, um, ready with bathing suit bodies. Yes. Um, we do the self tanning or the spray tanning here. I love that. So, um, it is actually beet tan and one of yeah. my friends formulated it in Savannah. It's made out of beets. Wow. So the beets um, with the sugar and the formula mixed with your pH to give you your own color. So whatever you tan as out uh, in the sun, your skin will come out like that. I'm coming in next week to do this. And it's all vegan, which is awesome too, and That's organic. Amazing. So it mixes well with the energy we have going with all the products. So is the beet spray tan, I'm so interested in this, is this, you guys just have this product? Your friend actually? So she formulated this in Savannah. Okay. Um, she has, it's all over the country now. Wow. So she has different locations. That's we amazing. actually sell products as well. We have the self tanner and boosters to keep yourself, your spray tan going after you get sprayed. Well, and I think it's so interesting with this because people don't always realize, they think, oh, it's like a spray tan, but you're actually being safe and not getting, even when you're in the sun, doesn't it have some kind of SPF to help you not burn as much? And It doesn't have an SPF, okay. but it being us being estheticians in the spa, we right. don't want people to go out in the sun, sun as much, right. getting sun damage right. and any of the hyperpigmentation. Right. So doing the spray tan is a great way not to keep to your skin to. protected cool. and not have any of the skin damage. I love that. And facials, you said that's something I'm super Correct. into. And my skin personally is so dry here. I know so many people's are living in Colorado with the weather, the climate. Do you do like a deep moisturizing kind of facial or, you know? Um, we do. I mean, okay. that's really what we touch on a lot with okay. is hydration being in the mountains. Awesome. So we do have, we have a few um, facials with like Gua Sha, which does a lot of massage okay. um, to get the blood flowing, yeah. to create more oxygen into the skin. Cool. But that's basically, um, we do really promote, we try to promote hydration in our facials. I love that. Um, we do do microneedling as well. Okay. Which is a little bit more than the holistic side of facials. Um, it's more of the medicinal um, medical end. Okay. So it's going to help with the texture of your skin. It's going to get that collagen and elastin pumping. Awesome. It's going to make that start go growing again. Um, cool. So yeah, no, that's 
We do a wide variety. My favorite, though, is the microneedling. This sounds like a one-stop shop. You can come in here and get all prepared to have beautiful skin for the summer. <laughs> yeah, no, we do everything. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And how long have you been an esthetician for? 18 years. Wow. So yeah. you know your stuff. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been on for quite a while. That is so, yeah. so awesome. And what is your favorite thing about working in this space at Shine Intuitive Beauty? Uh, working in this space, it's just bright. The energy is amazing. Yeah. Um, working with Matt, Michelle, and Jessica has been wonderful. Yes. Um, I couldn't have asked for better people that I've met coming on before COVID. So it's been great. And that's we, wild. Yeah. What a journey to get here. COVID, and then you guys are killing it. You're doing amazing. That's yeah, awesome. this space is amazing. It's great to see people outside walking yes. by and everything. So. I love that. Well, thank yes. you for making everyone beautiful from the, I guess, outside in and inside yeah. out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> One person at a time. So. <laughs> Keep thank it right you. here for more of the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Now that our ski season is done here in Eagle County, it's time to shift gears and start thinking about bike season. No pun intended, and a great way to do so is to make your way over to Pier Bar. We had the chance last fall, kind of, summer, to chat with them about how you could get in there and you could start working out to get your body in shape for the next season. Well, it's still a great resource, and it's still a really fun way to start working out. And so let's introduce you to Pier Bar. If you're looking for a great way to get nice and conditioned for ski season because it's right around the corner, we are so far into August, well, Pure Bar might be the solution for you. And I'm standing here with one of the Pure Bar experts, Maddie. Good morning, and thank you for meeting us. Good morning, thank you for meeting us today. So we're in here. This is a really fun space. And Pure Bar is something that we've had you guys here in the Valley for a couple of years, but it's something that might be new to a lot of people. It is. We've been around for quite a few years now, but we, are, we did a grand reopening this March. Um, we are always welcoming new people into the studio and also have some old faces too. It's always a fun place to be. It is a fun place to be and it's really important that people start conditioning now that ski season is here. You want to make sure your muscles are ready to go and some of us have some reoccurring injuries that have come back ski Absolutely. season after ski season and this is a way not to push those injuries but to kind of help facilitate the muscles around the injuries. Totally, yeah. Pure Bar has lots of small range of motion movements. Um, super important to stabilize small muscle groups while focusing on the main muscle groups as well. Um, stabilizing those muscles for skiing training and also putting you in those positions to keep everything strong and ready to go for the winter time. And so what makes Pure Bar different than something like Pilates or maybe like going out and doing SoulCycle? How people think that's great conditioning, but in SoulCycle you're really only using one muscle group in your legs right. and in Pilates you're kind of really hammering those muscles and so Pure Bar is a good way to just kind of start to reactivate them all. Yep exactly. Pure Bar is an awesome way. It's a head-to-toe body workout. Um, you get activate all muscle groups. You start from warm-up all the way to arms, abs, thighs, and seat. You do all of the muscle groups. Um, it is all full range. Um, so we have different class platforms. We have Empower, which is our cardio-based class, and then Reform, which is similar to Pilates, but lots of slower moving um, and long range of movement, um, while again focusing on those small and big muscle groups. And then our classic class is right in between the two of them. It's a little bit faster moving, but again activating all those muscle groups at the same time. Um, so it kind of separates while making sure that in, within the whole hour of your class that you're working your entire body. 
um, and just strengthening everything, yeah. <laughs> and so the benefit of something like Pure Bar over Pilates is you're making all of those small little muscles around everything work too, instead of just targeting those larger grouped muscles, correct? Yep, exactly. Yep, you're getting small and big muscles, everything, yeah. Which is really important when you have a bad shoulder and you need it to not dislocate. I would imagine that Pure Bar would be kind of the solution for exactly. that. Exactly, lots of people, I had an injury um, from skiing years ago, so I started picking up um, pure bar because heavy lifting was causing more of a problem with myself and so I was able to still get an amazing workout in without damaging my muscles more um, and it's been the case for a lot of people here it's been awesome for strength training and conditioning and getting everybody back into shape while having a fun time with the music and it's an awesome community to be a part of. It is. I've heard really wonderful, wonderful things about people that have come in here, taken some of the classes. Not only is it where you just get to come, you get to form a community, but then you just have the empowerment of all those people that you're taking the classes with and you can see them just diving down, honing in and toning these muscles so that they're prepared for whatever activity they want to do. Yep, exactly. It's so much fun. We have men and women that come to join us all the time. Um, we have small to big class sizes all the time. Weekends are always busy. It's always a fun group of people that come in. And so if people are interested, maybe they've never taken a pure bar class, do you have one that you would recommend a newbie to start out with? Yes, we recommend coming to our classic class. We have them all throughout the, out the day, throughout the week as well. Um, we just ask that you come at least 15 minutes before you can call our studio whenever. Um, we have somebody here and we can get you all set up. We just go, go through a few minutes um, of some form techniques before we get started and just teach you a few things about pure bar and what you need to do. See, that's great because sometimes I feel like I go to a yoga class and they're like, and now get into this pose. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. So I'm just going to awkwardly stand here until you do it or you tell me what I'm doing. And so it's nice that you give people kind of that forewarning and that form technique so that they know exactly what they're getting into when they walk in. Exactly, yeah. We have our instructor coach start off with them and get them all set up. And then we are looking to add our foundations class back in, which is our classic class, just going into more deliberately through all of our movements and forms and you'll hear lots of uh, like different it's a completely different lingo than all other things but it's super fun and it's awesome yeah the instructors are amazing it's a good really fun crowd and so people can get memberships and come in join you guys and be here for many of the classes that you have to offer only because there's so many different ones and it's just such a great way also to meet some empowering people here in the community through the form of exercise, which is so important because we all like to be outside and doing everything that you can do outside. So it's important that people get their bodies nice and toned for that. And then if people are interested in these memberships, how can they arrange to be part of that? You can either go on to our website, purebar.com, and you just select Pure Bar Vale Valley, or you can come into the studio. Me or Allie will be here, and we are happy. All of our um, front desk girls are happy to help. We have lots of different options. We have punch classes, um, class packs, and also um, year-long contracts to three-month-long contracts. It's amazing, and you guys offer so many classes in a day, so if you are maybe someone who works that nine-to-five job, do you guys have those evening classes to make it convenient? We do. Right now we have a 5.30 class. That is our latest class, but we have 4.15. We start as early as 6 a.m. and end at 5.30. Which makes it nice and convenient for everyone getting out there, maybe getting their workout in before they get to work, which is a great way to start your day because then your energy levels are through the roof. Exactly. Then you're just done for the day and then you can also end with a sweet treat at the end and then 
yeah, just hang out with all of your friends. That's super fun. <laughs> get a, do the workout, then go get a coffee, and you're in heaven yeah, right there. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if people are interested, where are you guys located so that they can come in and maybe do some shopping too? You have great retail. Yeah, we have lots of fun retail. We're getting a lot more. We're going to try to get a lot more often here in the studio. Um, but yeah, we're open all the time. Um, we're right in Riverwalk, right across the street from Starbucks and PE 101. So come in and stop and say hi. We'd love to get to meet you guys. We would love for everyone to come in here. And so as people are starting to hear more about Pure Bar, thanks to this interview, and thank you so much again for thank meeting you us. Guys. What Do you know the phone number off the top of your head for people to call? No, we'll put it up we on the screen. That's, to <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> that was an on-the-spot question you passed. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we will, yeah. Call us if you guys have any questions when you guys see the number. <laughs> Maddie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today and giving us all this great information on Pure Bar, only because it's such a great way for people to start getting in shape or maybe to rehab an injury like yourself. And maybe now I need to put this on my calendar and come rehab my injury this way. Absolutely. Come join us. We'd love to have you guys. Yeah, for sure. Make sure that you come over to the Riverwalk, you check out Pure Bar, you get yourself a membership and that way you can get nice and toned in for ski season and we still have a little bit of like summer body season so if you're also just looking to get nice and toned this is a great way to do so. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we've got more Good Morning Vale. Good Morning Vale! Let's take another look at that local weather forecast for today. 38 degrees first thing this morning, high of 50 degrees, 50% chance of rainfall, partly cloudy skies this morning, periods of showers throughout the afternoon. Now we are expecting to see winds come out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour throughout the course of today, which is going to make that 50 degrees feel just a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now as we take a look at Vail by the hour, you can see partly cloudy skies first thing this morning, cloud coverage increasing into the afternoon, mostly cloudy skies right around that 12 o'clock hour and then we will see a few showers start after that and then continued with light rain into tonight. Now as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, the temperatures down in Denver are definitely warmer than they were yesterday. So if you are traveling along that I-70 corridor, just give yourself a little bit of extra travel time and especially since we're going to see this precipitation later into the afternoon. 68 degrees in Denver, 20% chance of moisture. Now they're going to see some cloud coverage down there, maybe a little peak of some sunshine. 50 degrees in Vail with a 50 50% chance of precipitation, 52 in Avon, 50% chance of moisture, 58 in Eagle, 40% chance of precipitation. So as you're making your way out there on that roadway today, just give yourself that extra travel time and watch out for that precipitation. Now as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, the temperatures are going to cool down and that moisture is going to continue. 23 degrees is our overnight low, 80% chance of moisture which could bring snow overnight tonight. Now we are going to see some blustery winds coming out of the northwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour throughout the course of this evening. Snow showers are definitely going to be likely. Hopefully we start to sp see spring come our way soon. Now as we take a look ahead until the next five days, beautiful sunshine is in the forecast. This low pressure system that we're expecting today is going to make its way out. A high pressure system making its way in. 44 degrees tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, 10% chance of moisture. 57 on Saturday, beautiful sunshine continuing into Sunday, mostly sunny skies. 60 degrees is the high, 10% chance of precipitation. Now we are starting to see these temperatures warm up throughout the course of the next three days, but those overnight lows dropping below freezing still. So that's when we're going to see that freeze-thaw cycle, so give yourself that extra travel time first thing in the morning and especially if you're getting on those roads or later into the evening. Now as we take a look ahead into next week, Monday and Tuesday, 64 degrees 
is the high on Monday, 20% chance of moisture, 63 degrees on Tuesday with a 50% chance of precipitation. We want to thank Sun and Ski Sports for bringing you this weather report this morning. I don't know about you, but I'm really excited about spring coming our way. So make sure that you go get all of your sun needs over at Sun and Ski Sports. Now we're going to introduce you to the TV8 Visitors Bureau. Welcome to the TV8 Visitors Bureau, getting you in the know before you go. We're up here in the beautiful Beaver Creek, and if you are looking for activities to do, well, they've got an app that can guide you through everything you need. So you just have to download the Beaver Creek Village Guide, and it'll get you everything from restaurants and shopping to when activities and events are taking place. There are so many great activities always happening up here at the Beaver Creek Resort, and one of them is the Villar Performing Arts Center. This is a great venue for you to go and enjoy so many incredible shows. It's going to be super easy to buy your tickets using the app and we're going to show you how to get there. Once you buy your tickets to go enjoy the Villar Performing Arts Center, this is how you're going to get there from the covered bridge here in Beaver Creek all the way over there. Let's go. Once you make your way down to the Villar Performing Arts Center, you get to go inside and enjoy their 535-seat intimate venue where they do so many great shows. So make sure that you check it out and use the app to plan your entire trip up here in Beaver Creek. That's going to do it for this edition of the TV8 Visitors Bureau. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Something that we love here is the scoreboard, a show where we can update you about the wonderful sports that take place throughout our community, and that way you can know what's happening with so many of our wonderful athletes. Well, we like to show you the scoreboard at the first hour every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but if you missed it in the first hour, well, then we're going to show it to you again right now. This is the scoreboard. I'm Ben Roof and it's still spring break. So I'm out on a hike in Eagle with my dog, but we spoke to two track and field athletes with the Eagle Valley track and field team last week. Jake, a long distance runner and Johnny, a sprinter. Let's go take a look at those interviews now. We are here in the scoreboard with Jake, a senior for the Eagle Valley track and field team. And what are you competing in today? I'm competing in the open 400 and the four x 400 relay. And have you already run your races yet or are you still getting ready to run? I'm just getting ready to run soon, so it'll be fun. How are you feeling getting ready to go for your race? So we did a hard workout yesterday, so I'm feeling a little tired, but it's still going to be fun. This isn't my event, but I'm still ready to run a fun race. So yeah. So what is your event? My main event is the 800, 1600, and the 3200. Probably my best is the 3200 out of all of them. And the 800 is more of my fun event, and the 16 and I also run it. So yeah. Totally makes sense. I would imagine it's kind of hard to fit those long distance races in a meet like this today. How do those sort of run outside of normal track and field meets? Um, well, outside of other track meets, I guess we have a lot of track workouts, do that, working on that, and then in the track meets, you just got to focus on running on your own because you don't have a lot of kids competing together. And yeah. 
Totally makes sense. So the 1600 and the 3200 meter races, are those done today too? Yes, those are done today. Awesome. And then, but you're not competing in those today. Is there any particular reason for that? Yeah, so I'm going to be competing on Friday, and I'm going to be running in the 1600 on Friday. And then I competed in the 1600 last week, um, and I've done a couple 3200s already, so I, I'm kind of done with that till state. But I'm doing the more of the sprint events today just because it's more of a fun meet, and then Friday is more of our varsity meet where you're going to do your main event. Totally makes sense. And then what's sort of the distinction between today's event and Friday's event? Today's supposed to be fun. It's more of like a training thing. I'm just going to work on my leg speed today um, and just get in a fun 400 time. And then Friday's going to be a varsity time where I'm trying to qualify for state and place well. Um, and so it's going to be more of a race and this is going to be more of training today. And is that just more about your personal schedule or is that sort of how this meet is set up in general? Yeah, this meet is set up since it's on a Tuesday. It's more set up as like a training thing. Uh, like kind of built into our training schedule from our coaches um, kind of just to get us to have fun and come out and enjoy like the Battle Mountain, the rivals and have fun with that. Gotcha. But obviously you guys include some of the other schools just to be nice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's always us versus Battle Mountain, but other teams are there too. Yeah, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you. We are here in the scoreboard with Johnny, a senior of the Eagle Valley track and field team. Johnny, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. What good. are you competing in today? Uh, today I have the Open 100, the Open 200, and then the 4x100. So what race have you run, or have you, have you not run anything yet? Uh, I ran the Open 100, so that was my only event, and I have the other two left. Awesome. And how are you feeling after your Open 100? Pretty good. I missed my PR by like 0 .02 seconds, but uh, there was wind against us, so it was kind of that was more of my legal time. So I, I was still pretty happy with it. That's I mean pretty good coming close to your personal record, sure. and I imagine that setting you up with some confidence for the races coming up later. Oh, today. for sure. Yeah, I'm so super excited. We got the four by 100, which we're hoping to qualify for state. Which that would be sweet if we could go for that. Is there any particular challenges today in like with the wind or just? with the way that today's race is set up? Definitely the wind. I mean, I'll be running on the back stretch over here for the 4x100, and that's like directly into the wind, so that will be kind of difficult. My time might be a little bit slow, but hopefully we can place well and put down a good time. Awesome. And then I was hearing that on Friday, it's a little bit more of a bigger deal. That's the real competition, so to speak. What are you thinking coming into Friday? Uh, well, Friday I won't be there. I'm leaving for vacation, which is unfortunate. I wish I could be there, but uh, I heard it should be a, like a super fun meet and lots of good competition, so hopefully the team can do well. Where are you going on vacation? Uh, I'm going to Ireland to play golf. Oh, yeah. awesome. Super are you going to St. Andrews? Uh, we are not. I'm going to Royal County Down, though, which is like ranked pretty high up there, too. So, well, Fantastic. So as a senior, you're kind of wrapping up your school year and everything. Is there a future of track for you in college or moving uh, Probably not. This is my first year doing it, and it was just kind of something I randomly had the idea. I was like, hey, why don't you try track? So I was like, sweet. Uh, but probably not. I mean, I might race my buddies here and there, but nothing too major, no. Awesome. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for your time, and best of luck in that 1x400. Appreciate it. Have a good day, man. You too. That's all the time we have for today's update. Don't forget to catch us here next time on The Scoreboard.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Let's take one final look at that local weather forecast for today. We are expecting to see those temperatures warm up a high of 50 degrees, 50% chance of rainfall, partly cloudy skies in the morning, periods of showers throughout the course of the afternoon. Now winds coming out of the west at 15 to 25 miles an hour, which is going to make that 50 degrees feel a little bit cooler than it actually is. Now as we take a look at Vale by the hour, partly cloudy skies first thing this morning, increasing to mostly cloudy skies by that 12 o'clock hour, and then that's when we're going to start to see those showers make their way out. Now, as we take a look at that I-70 corridor, low pressure system sitting here in Eagle County, decreasing as you make your way to Denver. 68 degrees, 28% chance of precipitation, mostly cloudy skies down in Denver, but they will see a little bit of sun down there. Now, we are expecting to see this precipitation throughout Eagle County and those temperatures reaching up into the 50s. Now, as we take a look at Vail overnight tonight, temperatures are cooling down. 23 degrees is our overnight low. 80% chance of snowfall. Now, snow showers are likely in blustery winds coming out of the northwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. As we take a look ahead into the next five days, we are going to see that high-pressure system make its way in, bringing us that beautiful sunshine. Starting tomorrow, mostly sunny skies, 44 degrees is the high, 10% chance of precipitation. Continuing into Saturday and Sunday with beautiful sunshine, and then we will start to see another little low-pressure system make its way in starting early next week. Afternoon showers are likely on Tuesday. We want to thank you all so very much for tuning in to your Thursday edition of Good Morning Vale. We love getting to be here each and every morning, and I just have to give one more happy birthday shout out to my mom just because I love her so dearly, and I hope she has the best day ever today. Now I hope she gets to see the sunshine where she is in Utah for her birthday, but again, thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for your Friday edition of Good Morning Vale. We'll be here to bring you some great information about what you can get out there and do this weekend. I've been your host, Maddie Evans, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Good morning, Vale. See what lies in store for you. There's so many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring.